Last week, I got one of the best compliments of my life. Sitting with half the members of the No Balls Association, watching a playoff game, Kyle Whitty turns to me and says, Hey, Bron, I think right there. Seals the fate. I'm the biggest LeBron fan in the league. Welcome to the Fantasy Basketball Podcast with not quite a layman, not quite an expert, Pod Tom. But what was like fucking crazy about it after is that Christian, who overheard, immediately dubbed me the league's biggest LeBron fan, which I think we all know anyway but was nice to hear from the commish. And Kyle proceeded to make his case by talking for quite a while about how much better Giannis and Durant are than LeBron. And then he turned to me to try and punctuate the point, and he says, like, don't you think LeBron is not the best player in the league? And I looked at him and was like, no, of course I think LeBron is the best player in the league. And then he brings up the fact that I didn't spend more money on the draft, even though he ended up on my team. And then he starts talking about how he didn't regret any of his decisions or moves. And I'm like, hey, man, I got third place. Motherfucker. So I got to give it to my boy Chuck. In the offseason, still the first to respond. So thanks, buddy. What's going on, everybody? This is your boy Chuck Anderson reporting live from sunny Chicago. It's 65 degrees. Let's go ahead and check on the time. It's 1.39 p.m. Central Standard Time. That's 2.39 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and 11.39 a.m. Pacific Standard Time for Friends of the West Coast. I'm going to go ahead and start with the big news right off the top of the hour here. It's us, it, NBA. Can you believe it? I can't. Don't even know what the fuck it means, but you can rest assured that Tom is losing his mind about it, and he's losing sleep, and he's freaking out that he doesn't have the pod and the fantasy to keep himself busy. All right, next topic. Ian, where are you, man? Fuck. Let's go. Step it up. It's bullshit. You can't just be not doing shit. You can't just be quiet. I'm expecting something major, contribution-wise, very soon. Or it's curtains for your ass. I'm slowing down my voice because I'm in public and I got to not look like I'm losing my shit. Um, well, <sighs> I don't really have much else to say. I lost my steam there. Um, Bulls in six. See you guys. Thanks, buddy. And uh, just want to quick insert here, guys, that... Uh, Due to the emergency sense of the pod, there's a little echo in the background that I, I can't really help. All right, so emergency pod time. And I feel like we as a league just really need to air this out. We are missing something. I feel like a lot of these texts, it's like sexually frustrated Christian college kids, which uh, been there. And... Um, I feel like our text, our text thread gets weird, we bring stuff up, and we just need to like air it all out. So, I'm going to talk about a couple things. We got some other people talking about a couple things, and I hope that this is just good for us. Uh, firstly, stacks. I really hope it's going well in Europe. 
uh, love watching how this trip unfolds for you via Facebook. And, um, yeah, you should, uh, you know, hopefully Bong Mountain's killing it. Anyway, uh, so today what I first want to talk about is something that came up last week, which is KD and the Warriors. Okay, first thing that I want to say is I've hated everything about Kevin Durant being on the Warriors. Um, it is, I've hated every second that I have, of their games that I've watched, unless LeBron was on the floor, and then at least I got to watch him. But I just, everything about it, I fucking hate. So, Katie to the Warriors, like, the biggest thing, if I take a step back, the biggest thing that bugs me is if you say that the Thunder had not traded Harden, I know it's a what if, and then you have this Warriors team with Clay, Steph, and Draymond, and you have another, and then you have the Thunder with Westbrook, Durant, and Harden, you have two teams with, that would have four MVPs on them that both got that way through the draft rivals of about the same age and you just have this awesome thing going and instead it was like completely broken up I mean the 2016 Thunder were fun to watch I saw them live and seeing Durant live was amazing okay obviously he's good um I actually like him in the media um I think it's hilarious that he has fake Twitter accounts or whatever it is that he has um and I loved watching him on the Thunder, but I hate seeing him on the Warriors. So I especially hate it because uh, I, I hate that he doesn't realize that his, like, his two championships are ass. Okay, you joined the best team ever, ever. The team that beat you, and you act like it's no big deal. I hate the loophole that caused it in the contract thing. I hate watching that team, and Curry's one of my favorite players to watch. Draymond Green's one of my favorite Spartans. Clay Thompson, I think, is really good and interesting. And when you watched the beauty of how those guys play together, they're like playing just this great style of basketball to watch. I mean, got them the winningest season of all time. And I believe our commission watched like every game of that season. And then you watch the version with Durant, and it's like these four all-stars that kind of like stand around and fight. Uh, I, think, I think it sucks. I also think that it's bad for the league. Um, I think it's like part of it is that they're too good, right? Just on paper, they're too good. I would say that it's like if you had a friend who had a Ferrari and a Tesla, and they called you over to brag about getting a Lamborghini. Like, really? You have to do that? And when I say the better with and without Durant, I'm being, like, kind of serious. Um, and, but the roster's obviously improved. You add Durant to any team, any team in the league right now, you take Kevin Durant off the Warriors, you put him on to that team's roster, they are obviously better, okay? I realize he's really good. Um, I realize that he's probably a top-five player in the league, and I would love it if he went, well, if he joined LeBron, that'd be sweet. But if he, you know, went to a spot like New York and got to play that way, 
really cool. I just hate the fact that he's on the Warriors. I hate what it does to the other guys. And I think it sucks for a guy like Clay Thompson, who everyone considers good and an all-star, but is going to lose out on upwards of $60 million because he had KD on his team through a salary loophole. So that's basically why I think it completely sucks. I think that basically Durant left Westbrook because he didn't like Westbrook, and now he is the Westbrook of the Warriors. All right, thanks, Tom, for that deep insight. Now let's take it over to Sir Witty. Wow! Emergency pod time! I guess I better practice for Kyle's Corner. We did an episode of this last season when I was with my good buddy Kyle Schutz. He had a lot of hot takes. And who knows? Maybe he'll be willing to help us out next year and maybe do some more Kyle's Corner. I don't know. But what a season. What a year. What a fantasy mind trap boggle fuck. Oh. I am just privileged to be a part of something so damn special. The contributions from all 11 of us, oh, it's incredible. You guys, bless up. Just bless up. Stacks, my G, travel safely, travel freely. Thanks for still texting us and keeping us involved in your life, even when you're so busy with European adventures. You're the man. Hey guys, it's good to talk to you. Thanks for this pod, Tom. We needed it. Thanks, buddy. Back to your host. Okay, guys, you may be a little bit surprised, but I'm actually not going to do a big Lakers thing. I really want to, but there's time for that later. Probably do a couple, you know, off season things. We'd love to talk to somebody about it. Kyle, Christian, probably one of you two, can't wait to do a deep dive. But what I want to talk about, the thing that I have to get off my chest, is Bill Simmons' all-NBA voting criteria, which I've listened to him talk about probably 25 times this year, and it pisses me off every single time, and I have to get it off my chest. He'll be getting a long email from me as soon as I can verify that the email address is mailbag at the ringer.com, which he calls the world's greatest website, and I would very much disagree with that. I think the website is like the B team of Grantland at best. Anyway, I hate his all NBA process and how he does that, especially for what it does to the players, and especially why he does it. But basically, I think that he looks at this thing completely the wrong way, and here's why. His criteria to make an all-NBA team is that you have to be on a team that makes the playoffs. To make the playoffs, your team has to win X amount of games. Now, if the point of the entire NBA season was simply to make the playoffs, fine. That is then, okay, cool, that's the goal, you're in the playoffs, fine. But it's not. The point of a season is to win the NBA championship, which means winning in the playoffs. Now, if you want to win in the playoffs, you have to have your players fresh, they have to be healthy, they have to be ready. So look at a team that we, look at teams like the Clippers from the past. Look at teams like Houston, presently 
Look at teams like Portland up until this year. People always like talk stuff about them for not going further in the playoffs. And why don't they? Because they wore people out in the regular season. People put in too much effort. They didn't do the minutes right. And then, consequently, don't advance to the NBA Finals, which is the thing. Take Toronto this year as a perfect example. People are penalizing Kawhi Leonard because he only played 60 games. They talk about that all the time, only played 60 games. Reason? Load management. Well, Toronto stayed in the hunt long enough to get home, to get, uh, home court advantage all the way through the playoffs, with the exception of Milwaukee last round. And so they were obviously successful in resting Kawhi for those periods of time. Kawhi Leonard needed the load management to be fresh, right? We saw his hamstring. We saw him something or his quad or whatever it is. We saw him like kind of tweaked, and it affected him a little bit last round. Well, if that happens 30 games ago, does Toronto advance? Who knows? But they were successful, so Kawhi should not be penalized. He's a professional athlete doing his job. He did, it, he did his job so well that they have the second best record in the NBA, and he, if Toronto wins, will certainly be the NBA Finals MVP. So if the point of this thing is to win the championship, the point of the regular season is to get in the playoffs ready to go on, then you should not penalize guys for sitting out that way. You look at guys then who, and so it just, it bugs me so much that that's his criteria. And he talks about this being a regular season award, a regular season award, a regular season award. But then he'll go on his podcast and just go on long rants about how guys are judged historically if they're good in the playoffs. So he says this constantly. He did it on the one this week with him and Rosillo, talking about where a guy is historically depends on their playoff performance. Yet, in his books and in the other stuff, he talks about where they are historically from, like, that the best way to do this is through all NBA awards. Well, if it's through all NBA awards and you have this stupid criteria and then you don't reward a guy like Kawhi Leonard, it's just an ass-backwards voting process. And it really bugs me how he does it. I think it's unfair that he can have a belief that doesn't make too much sense and then it affects guys. It's going to affect Bradley Beal. Um... Guys like Clay Thompson get affected, and that just personally bugs me. So I think it sucks. Man, do I feel good getting that off my chest. Bye, guys. And then to our boy, the commish. Yes, we are back on the pod. Woo, Tommy made the call, and it feels so good. (laughs) In case you didn't know, it's me, the MVP of 2019, the winner of the commish pen, co-champion of the over-under prediction game. Receiver of the Christian Leitner birthday tumbler. And most importantly of all, the 2019 no balls ass champion, the commish. Hey guys, how's it going? 
Whew, I got to work on that intro. That's a lot to say, uh, but it feels good. So, okay, let's get right to it. Finals predictions. How do we feel? What's going on? Listen, Tom, I don't want to talk about the finals. I just want to talk about the Lakers. I can't help it. It feels so good to have the most despicable organization in the NBA in the fucking toilet. I love every second of it. All they need to do now is to hire Kobe to complete the circle of hate and dysfunction. Please let it happen. It must. But the finals. I like Kawhi. I just have a feeling his dominance is going to continue. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be great. I think the Raptors can do it. You guys don't really give a shit about my analysis. I'm rooting for the Raps. You know why. You get it. Uh, I don't really remember what else we were supposed to talk about on this pod. But, um, yeah. I don't know. I love you. Thanks for checking in, everybody. Ian? Hello? this thing on? All right. See you at the Birch Lodge tomorrow night, 9 o'clock Eastern. Chuck, pencil it in, baby. Hop in the car. All right. We out. This call is now being recorded. Okay. All right. All right, no ball bash. Now, uh, speaking of Kyle's Corner, in one right now. Kyle, welcome to the show. How's it going, Tom? Thanks for having me on. Oh, it is, been, it is truly an honor. I've been waiting for years to get on here, and I'm coming in hot. I'm coming in loaded for bear. I got some things I got to get off my chest. Good. So let me let me ask you this, sir. Do you want questions, or do you just want to go guns blazing straight from the chest? I mean, we do have yeah, we could, do have the finals tomorrow. You, uh, we do have the finals tomorrow, and that's uh, something I I really want to bring up. We got Warriors, we got Raptors. They're starting it. Starting it strong. We're going to see what happens. But, you know, I got to say, Raptors are going all the way at this point. There's uh, there's no wow. way to get around it. And I'm, and I'm not talking about numbers here. I'm not coming in with numbers. I'm coming in with – I'm coming in with morals. <laughs> I'm coming in with uh, kind of global economic issues. And so what you – at the end of the day, you've got – the Raptors from Canada, best country in the world, 100%. Are you a dual citizen? Down. I am not. I wish I could be. It's complicated, be. I'm told. I'd love to. I'd love to get back there. Toronto, one of the best cities around. Um, fantastic. Scotiabank, great bank. Uh, great. Great bank. And then you've got the Warriors. And I don't... I don't How do you feel about the Warriors? Well, the Warriors... I mean, the Warriors are kind of like King Joffrey. If I have to, <laughs> if I have to uh, mention, you know, some Game of Thrones talk, but you've got just a bunch of fancy boys over there. I get it. You're from California. We all get it. It's nice weather, or whatever. And you get Rihanna to show up to your games, and, and all these rich people get to shake their buns. And I get that. I get how that's cool, and the people that like them are, you know, they like the Flash. I get that. But you got the Raptors from Toronto. They're just playing basketball. 
You know what I mean? They're getting out there. They're dribbling the ball. They're taking shots. They're not caring if if Rihanna's in the stands. They got Drake, but <laughs> I mean, who who cares if you've got Drake? Let's be honest. Drake just looks like Very a homeless fair. guy on the side of the court. He's got weird <laughs> shirts on. Uh, but you know, at All the true. end of the day, it's, we've got a Jon Snow versus King Joffrey matchup. If people wanna, you know, try and talk about how King Joffrey maybe is a good king or whatever. You can do that all day, but, you know, you're a Golden State Warriors fan. I'd be surprised if you were sad when King Joffrey died on Game of Thrones because you're just <laughs> into fancy boys. You're into fancy boys from California. You got this unlimited checkbook. You can do whatever you want. I get it. Yeah, fine. Have fun. But I'm sticking with the Raptors. Good old-fashioned basketball. Canada, you know? No, no one's Dude, wanting anything over there. I love it. So so to keep your analogy alive, you think we'll see the Raptors as queen of the north? Uh, yeah, I'd like to. I mean, Thank you, gentlemen. Emergency podcast concluded. NBA is no balls association. NBA, yeah, we got the power ranking. NBA, it's GR Fantasy B-Ball. NBA, we on top, this ain't no seesaw. NBA, it's no balls association. NBA, yeah, we got the power ranking. NBA, it's GR Fantasy B-Ball. NBA, we on top, this ain't no seesaw.